Hi everyone, it's Shefalina Z, and today we're talking to Andrea Marr about a crazy miracle of getting a DUI and how it changed her life for the best, actually, because I see her on social media and she's inspiring so many people, and I wanted to see what's her secret, what was the miracle, and she's going to share with us what was the miracle of getting a DUI and how it created an amazing life for her. And not to say that you should get a DUI to change your life and create <laughs> miracles, but you know, if you're listening and you're thinking life is shit and you need something amazing, you can find something amazing in the worst of circumstances. So welcome, Andrea. Tell us about your story so we can inspire others to have oh, a good life. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Um, you know, when you contacted me to talk about this and I was thinking about miracles that happened in my life, really all I could think of was the fact that getting a DUI, my second DUI actually, was the biggest miracle that has happened in my life. I think a lot of people think of miracles as, as something that's glorious, but for me, it was being at rock bottom um, that, really, that really ignited this fire within me to to change my life and if that DUI hadn't happened I would still be doing the things that I was doing before that were causing me to just be stuck in a black hole of hell um, and you know before I got the DUI I was partying every night um, I had already gotten a DUI before that and I didn't learn my lesson I think I was like 22 at the time and it just, I had gotten off so easily that it didn't really kind of, it just didn't resonate with me mentally. I just didn't care. I kept drinking every night. I was addicted to prescription pills, um, bouncing from one job to the next, uh, just unfulfilled, looking for outside things to fulfill me, whether it be food or the alcohol or the pills, sh shitty, shitty relationships. I mean... Uh, never anything serious, but just always attracting somebody where I don't like to ever say that somebody is toxic, but the relationships that I were attracting, the, the, myself and the other person together, it was toxic because both of us uh, were, I was attracting people who were in the same state of mind as myself. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. So because of that, I was attracting a mirror, you know, and so I was attracting other people who were empty inside. And because of that, we were constantly projecting our own insecurities on one another and it was just never fulfilling. So, um, you know, up until I, I was waiting tables, partying every night, uh, spending all of my money. And it's actually funny because I was making really good money waiting tables. You would think I could pay my bills, but I didn't, couldn't pay my bills. So I got arrested that night. And when I got arrested, it was like all of a sudden, you know, in, in Florida, you get arrested in Florida, you have to go to jail for like eight hours. You have to stay there overnight. And that's not what I experienced before. And I was looking around, sobering up, and I was like, there was a man um, in like a holding cell, and he was just like showing his private parts. And I was just like, where am I? <laughs> like, where am I? What has my life become? Like, this is not who I want to be. So when I sobered up and I, you know, had my friend pick me up and had to go to the bail bond and all that kind of stuff, I was like, that was it. It was like, it was like I was blessed. It was like, that was the miracle. That was the wake up call I needed. And literally the, that day I called um, one of my friends and asked her about fitness, fitness and nutrition and all that kind of stuff. And because I know she had dealt with similar kind of things and I saw her kind of changing her life. 
And uh, I didn't really do anything with it, but I made that phone call. And then I started going to, state of Florida makes you go to DUI classes. So I started going to those classes and I met a girl there who worked at a gym and I joined the gym and I started working out, eating healthier. I didn't have a license, so I had to walk there and it was a couple miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I had my car be possessed. Like I was at rock bottom and I'm like, okay, the only thing right now in my life that I was, I'm so blessed right now to have the ability when all this awful shit is going on. I think it's so awful at the time, right? You know, I, I'm almost 30. I don't have a car, don't have a license, had to file bankruptcy. Um, just, uh, you know, second DUI, embarrassed, ashamed. As the only thing I can control right now is taking care of my body and my mental health and my, and my physical health as well. So what can I do? So I walked to the gym every day, um, I worked out, just got healthy, started preparing for a fitness competition. And the thing is, is that even though there was all this chaos going on around me still, you know, bills being unpaid, just chaos, I was taking care of myself. And because I was putting so much focus wow. on taking care of myself, life began to turn around. I started attracting really good things to my life slowly. You know, I met somebody who was in the health and wellness industry, a guy, and started dating him. We ended up breaking up, but that relationship, even through a breakup, which I think of as another miracle because it led me to now my husband, that breakup catapulted me into starting my own online business. I was kind of upset from the breakup and I moved up north, started a boot camp in my hometown. Hundreds of people ended up coming. I then transitioned it to online. Uh, it's still growing now and I moved back down to Florida. That's why I made it online. So another thing, like I said, I always think of miracles as something that like, like most people would think it's something that's like positive and happy. And, and my miracles have always been when I think at the moment, how could God, how could you be doing this to me? Because wow. it's not like that. It's, there's a reason these things happen to us. So when I went to that, that breakup, I just like, why is this happening to me? You know, I thought I really loved this person and, and it, it just, I did, you know, it, it wasn't meant to be. And then I took the business and then I moved back down to Florida and I was starting to be in a really good spot. I was working on myself. My business was flourishing online and I was like, I'm going to give online dating, you know, a chance again. I always wanted to get married and have kids and I was 33 and I'm like, okay, look how much I've overcome. I got through the bankruptcy. I got through the drinking. I eventually quit drinking and the pills and everything. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm getting sober, all this great stuff. I think I'm ready to meet somebody now. I feel over the other person. Like I feel like, okay, I can do this. So I was on match.com and I just started going on all these different dates and no one, you know, and I'm like, what is wrong with me? And it's not, it wasn't me. And, and I stopped saying that, okay, no, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to focus again. What is it that I want out of life? So I wrote down what I'm looking for in a partner. That was, a, that's the biggest step I have to recommend to people. If you feel stuck, take care of your body, nourish it right. So your mind is nice and clear. Yeah. So you can sit down with a good old piece of paper and a pen and just write down, what do you want? Like, what do you want? And every day, look at that list of qualities you want in a partner, um, the perfect type of job you want, the, the life you want to live. Because I'm not kidding that I'm exactly where I want to be right now. And it's all from just putting 
clear intention and focus on, on what I want rather than being like, my life sucks, woe is me, I'm the victim, all this stuff is always happening to me. I, I think of those terrible things that happened to me as miracles. So That's amazing. I mean, you know, I just want to say something. Um, I didn't introduce you properly, but you are now a certified personal trainer and a fitness motivator, and you guys can totally see why. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> and it's just so amazing that, you know, you took lemons and you made like the best lemonade ever from yeah. it, and it's all in your power. And I just want to reiterate what you said, you know, taking care of yourself. You said, you know, that's the only thing you had, your body, your mind, but taking care of you, making it a priority. And then things started to shift. So if you guys are listening and you're in a space where you don't know where to begin, begin with yourself, right? Begin mm -hmm. thinking what, you know, I have to talk about self-love in my book, you know, taking care of you, loving yourself up, asking yourself, how can I love myself? What yeah. would be the most loving thing to do? Will it be working out? Will it be taking a walk? Will it be just nourishing food? Would it be just sleeping? Whatever it is what you said is just so, so true, taking care of you. And then you start attracting more and more of things that love you. Yes. And your life starts to shift. So tell me, so tell me about the online dating. Well, it was a nightmare at first, you know, like, but then again, it wasn't right. Because it was making room. I was, I, I think of things different, you know, like, okay, it was at the time, I'm like, why do I keep meeting these people? But I was just sifting through to get, to my now husband. Um, I was, no lie, about to cancel my subscription. You know, everyone always says that. And then I met him, but I really was. <laughs> like, I was legit about to, and I'm like, I'm gonna check my inbox one more time before I delete this. And so I checked, and um, you know, we wrote back and forth for a little while, and then he asked me on a breakfast date. So that was so different, because almost every other person that I had met was always like, do you wanna go out for a drink? And you know, I was trying to stay away from alcohol. I wasn't 100% at the time away from it. But so he and I started dating and um, he actually was legally married still. He got legally divorced the week after we met. But when we were sitting down for breakfast and he said that to me, he was very, you know, very honest and, and forthcoming about it. I immediately in my head was like, oh man. Like, this isn't going to work, you know? Oh, I'm not going to date someone who's still married. And Because and, I had a lot of, you know, doubts because of my past experiences. And I was bringing that into the current situation instead of giving him the benefit of the doubt. So he was legally married the next, um, legally divorced the next week. We continued to talk for about a month. And then I don't know what happened, fear. I was just afraid of being hurt again and... I just, uh, you ever see that movie, like, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? Yeah. I literally, for that whole month, was just throwing things at this guy. <laughs> My husband, Ryan. Just everything you could think of, like, trying to piss him off, not want to be, you know, just everything. And he said something to me, and I was, like, done. And I blocked him from my cell phone. Um, I didn't, I was, like, for done. So for two, two months went by, and one day I got an email, a blank email. It, it said six in the subject line, but nothing inside. And it was from him. And I wrote back, did you mean to write, did you mean to send this to me? And he was like, um, no, I, you know, I didn't send you anything, but do you want to go get coffee? And so uh, the next day I'm waiting and waiting and he didn't call because he said he was going to. And uh, I checked my email again and he had emailed me. It's like, I'm calling you. I'm not sure what's going on. And I'm like, well, maybe you have the wrong number. What's your number? So I tried to call him and it said, I totally forgot I had blocked him. 
That's you are, I love this number. And what's funny is when I spoke to him, he was like, yeah, you know, I had called and messaged you before. And I was like, oh, yeah, I totally blocked you. I don't know why. Oh, my gosh. I don't know why. But it just goes to show, like, we think in life we're so in control of everything. Yeah. But there's a power out there greater than us. You know, everybody's belief is different. God, higher power, you know, whatever you believe, there is something greater than us because otherwise this would have never happened. Like this was totally not me who did that, who sent a blank email. There is, that was a great miracle. That was something that some, something out there was like, you two are going to be together. You two are meant to be together and we're going to make it happen. No matter how resistant you are, block him from your phone whatever. No, you're meant to be together. And probably about five months later, I want to say four months later, we were engaged two months after that married a year after that. We had another, another miracle. I had my daughter and it all just happened so fast because of the shift in thinking and just because it was meant to be. Because it's so beautiful. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, thank you. It is. I almost don't believe it. You know, I never lived in a home, in a house my whole life. I never, growing up, I never lived in a house. My parents bought one when I went to college, but I never lived there, had a room there. Um, so this, and I live in my first, very first home, you know, with my husband. And like I said, you know, we have a, a beautiful daughter and life. I'm not going to pretend like it's perfect all the time because it's not like, you know, there are ups and downs, ebb and flow. We get along sometimes, sometimes we have disagreements, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like overall, I'm so grateful because I look back at where I was at with the DUI, living on people's couches, addicted to prescription drugs, uh, pills, calling friends that maybe had the same prescription to try to get more, just so empty, so empty. And, and when I embraced that there was a power greater than my, myself and when I embraced like, you need to love yourself. When, when I started loving myself and, and more, like, that is when the shift occurred. Yeah, and you know what? It is so, so, I'm so glad that you're repeating it because people might be suffering right now not loving themselves. And, you know, you had a DUI, you weren't in a good place, and somebody might be like, well, why did you love yourself? But what you said, you know, that there is a high power, and I got, like, goosebumps all over, because everybody I've been talking to, everybody says there's something bigger than us. And that's yeah. the whole thing about miracles, because... I think by definition, a miracle is something that we cannot control, but it's created for our highest good. Like to me, yes. that's the definition of a miracle. And I, I don't know what it is. You know, I don't, I don't want to push any kind of religion on anybody. I'm not religious. I just know, like I know, like I know for a fact that we came from these two little tiny cells and yeah. we grew into these bodies. We didn't think like, well, today I'm going to grow a right fingernail and then I'm going right. to like, you don't think about this. Something bigger than us is creating it. And mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. I don't know where souls come from. I don't know. I know enough to know that I don't know anything about it, but I know there's something. Yes. And when you trust that something and when you take care of what you've got, I feel like that's the recipe for the miracle. No, and what you also said, you know, writing things down, knowing what it is that you want, mm -hmm. and also at the same time trusting. Like, I don't think you wrote, like, my husband is gonna be, like, I think he's a pilot, right? Yes. You yeah. Know, you, you didn't know, like, I wanna yeah. go on this date on, on, on this particular day for breakfast with this guy. Like, you didn't know the details, but you said, this is how I wanna feel. This right. is what I wanna be. And you mentioned earlier, 
uh, when we just chatted before the interview that you didn't even like to work out. Like you skipped gym classes and school. Oh, I hated it. I hated it too. But when you look at working out as a act of self-love, not punishment, not right. that you hate yourself and that's why you need to be skinny, but because you love yourself and that's why you want to be healthy. Yes. I think that changes your whole perspective. And when I see you on social media, you're always so positive, oh, but also you. real. Like you don't, yeah. you're not like, oh my God, life is great. Like I'm so perfect. Like you, you always share about your story. And that's why I wanted to, to interview you for this. And where can people find you by the way, so that they can also follow you and learn from you? So um, you can follow me on all social media platforms. Typically, I use Facebook and Instagram the most, and it's backslash ALM zone. So A as in Andrea, L as in Lauren, which is my middle name, M as in Mar, and then zone, ALM zone. Or you can go to ALMzone.com as well and um, look at all the different cool programs, fitness and nutrition programs that I have to offer. They're really fun, and they're realistic and just – just about loving yourself exactly and, and taking care of yourself and moving more. And that's what I loved about you. You weren't pushing anything. You were just like, here I am. This is my story. I'm inspiring people and everything you do is fun and it looks easy and it comes from a good place Yes, and from a place of love. And that's, I think just, it's so incredible how, when you said, I said, what's your miracle? You're like DUI. I'm like, okay, we have to, <laughs> we have to talk about that because anybody can find themselves at the rock bottom, but not everybody can get themselves up. And I hope that this, your story inspires our listeners and viewers on YouTube to trust that there's something bigger than them. You know, that's the point, I think, of faith and trust, knowing something is working out for you without actually knowing it. It's just, just the trusting part mm -hmm. without seeing it. I, I think Wayne Dyer said, when you believe it, you will see it. Yes. So, and you are, you are it. Like I see it, but you had to believe it. Yes. And um, for all of you guys listening, I hope you follow Andrea and her yes, great support. And thank you so much for taking the time and thank you for sharing. And for you guys, um, again, thank you for joining us and let's, uh, let's continue creating more miracles and um, we'll be posting more podcasts on you know, miracles happening you know actually the beginning the first um my first original uh, podcast name was miracles happen because they happen but mm -hmm. we're hungry for miracles yeah it's hungry for miracles and miracles happen and thank you thank you so much and until later you guys love you all and um until the next podcast okay bye, thank bye. You.